we'll do a review in in Chelek Yudches, the second Sicha for the Parshas Matis. The Rebbe is Mechadish in the Sicha, the definition, a beautiful definition in the mitzvah of Tvilas Kelim, of immersing the Kelim, which is mentioned in our Parsha. And the Rebbe, with his uh, insight, answers uh, several difficulties that we have about immersion in Kelim. The Rebbe says, explains, that the purpose of Tvilas Kelim is in order when it moves from the uh, Rishus of the Goy into the Rishus of the Yid, and you have to immerse the Kelim, it's only when there is a potential, because by a while by the Goy there is a potential for uh, use of not kosher, while the Geulim, the, the actual use of non-kosher in the Kalim requires kashering. But then that potential of the use and that elevation to the property, to the possession of a Yid, the Torah requires to immerse it. But where there is no possibility of using the Kali in such a manner that would make it usur, so there is no requirement of Kali. That's how the Rebbe answers the Ramban, who we'll see, asks the question that in the Parsha we mentioned Gyuli Nochrim and Tvilas Kalim by the uh, by the war Mechemes Midyon, but it's not mentioned by the Melchama Sichon Ve'oig. And the Ramban only seems to ask the question: How come the Torah doesn't talk about the Gyuli Nochrim uh, before when it talks about Sichon Ve'oig? And the Ramban answers that, but it doesn't seem like the Ramban answers. Why doesn't it talk about the tefillah kelim? Why don't we need to kasher table the kelim after Pesach when we sell the kelim to a goy? And uh, and also, how come the yidden did not use the kelim uh, because of the macholi uh, cholov that they need? Why didn't they need a table? It as we'll see all these details. I'm just mentioning it briefly. But this is all shed insight into that with the uh, explanation of the Rebbe in the idea of Tvilas Kelim. But first the Rebbe starts off with the Ramban, uh, with his question in the parsha over here. In the parsha, so we'll do in the inside Aleph. In the parsha, in our parsha, in which the Jews have been commanded about the laws of Kashering, Hagola, of the uh, vessels of Midian. When they went to the war in Midian, they brought back all kinds of spoils. Some of it were vessels, dishes. Those dishes needed to be kashered. So the Pasik gives the halachas how to go ahead and kasher those dishes they brought back from Midian. Frek the Rambam. So Ramban asked the question: Farvosot menongizok dalochas from hagolas klinochrim esh by melchemes midyon unitfrir. How come they were instructed about the laws of kashering non kosher the kelim of a non Jew only when it talks about the war of midyon and nitfrir? And how come we don't find it before? 
by Muhammad Sikhan where the Torah discusses the war of Sikhan and Oig, and there we don't find the Torah telling them to cash the kingdom. Over there, by they also there, the Yidden took over there the spoil, as said in the Pasik. In the Vodim brought down that they took out the, the spoil from there. If you talk about spoil, it's logical that there were Kalim over there. There must have been also vessels in that spoil. So, how come the Torah didn't tell us to Kasher over there? And the Rabban for Antwerp. The Rabban answers that Eretz Sichon Ve'oig Menachlas Yisrael here. Basically, the land of Sichon Ve'oig belongs to the Eretz Yisrael. That's part of the Shiva Momim that the Shem has given to the Yidin. And therefore, V'hutor lehem kol shlolo. So all of the spoil has been permitted to them. Torah allowed it. This becomes Jewish that Spoil is permitted. Even prohibitions, even things that are asur, if they came in from the spoil of the Sikhan they were permitted. And our sages tell us, so this is in the Gemara Chul and Yuzayin of the Aleph, that Afilu, that Kadli the Chazire Ishtaharilu, Kadli Rukhosli, meaning walls, parts of the pig, was permitted to them. They were permitted as the spoil of the uh, of Sikhavayim, because it's theirs. So therefore there was no need to kasher. Abel Midyon lahoyo Mishalahem but Midyon wasn't theirs. Midyon did not turn into Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't part of the land of Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't the reason they took the the land of the Midian was not as an inheritance, as part of the Nachla, uh, the part of the Herz of Yidl, but it's only to avenge the avenge because the Midian made the Jews sin. The Shem says the Koim Nikmas from the Midian. That's where the Isur applies to their kill. Okay, so when we talk about kosher or not kosher, that is understood that the kalim of the sikhav remained kosher because the fact that it was their nachalo and the Gemara says that that was allowed to them so the shlolom was permitted and it, it, it was okay. So that's not a problem. But what about Tevila, immersion doesn't seem to have to do with kashras, immersion in a mikveh, which is a separate halacha. We learn, how come that's not mentioned? That's nothing to do with being permissible. That has to do seemingly with the elevation from the property of the guy to the yid. You need a tablet. Frega, mefarshim, of them. So the mefarshim ask on this. In the parshas and in Eden, Angizah and this parsha, the Yidin were not only instructed about the laws of kashering the kelim of a goyim. There's another halacha that the parsha talks about. Not And we're also talking about the immersion of the kelim of the nachri. 
Rashi brings this daughter up. Rashi brings it down here with the Ramban Aleinu. Ramban himself is domaitich in them. Is has a long uh, discussion about this tevilas kelim. Hein farvozan is a nit mitztave givorn of tevilas kelim freer. So how come they weren't instructed for immersion of the kelim in the melchemes sichon v'oig, and only now by midyar. And here you can't answer You can't say the answer that the Ramban answers as it is the law by Agola. But the wolf war of even the Kadli, the Chazira, even parts of the Chazir was permitted to them. And therefore there is no problem of kashering over there. You can't say it with regards to immersion, with regards to Tvila, to Tvila's Kalim. But the time for Tvila's Kalim is need to leave them Isur. The reason why we immerse the Kalim is not because of the Isur, but is Balua in their Kalim, that has been absorbed inside of the Kalim. That's not why you immerse it in the Mikvah. Even if you buy a new keli of an Jew, you need to immerse it in the mikvah. Nor we have stated in Yerushalmi, but as it is stated in Yerushalmi, the fish because they have gone out from the impurity of the non-Jew and they entered into the gedush of Yid. So. Over there, whether uh, it was permitted to them or not permitted to them, that shouldn't affect the requirement for them to have to table their dishes because it's going out from the uh, goy's uh, ownership, possession, and the tomb of the goy. It's going into the Gedush of the Yid. That's the reason. Unagam as the Ramban like for them, even though the Ramban writes right before it. Believe him, and I'm still. My heart is still uh, sort of doubtful. I'm still thinking that perhaps we can. We should say that this immersion is only and the posig is merely a leaning on the posig that we learn it out from the posig that you need the tevila. So that's still. Doesn't answer our issue. Is over it moving? So so mainly gonna say he doesn't say before because it's not really minatoida. But still we have we don't understand. That this is something that needs to still be studied. Does haste that is misophic? That he's a question. He's not sure. Possibly that it is from the Torah. So according to that possibility. Why doesn't the Torah not mention it before? So we have the question according to that part of the possibility. Rabbanim says, says maybe it is Minat Torah. If it is Minat Torah, how come the Torah doesn't mention it before? By the Muhammad's Sikhan Vaig, the Tvilas Kalim. Base, I feel like the Mikro is not an Asmachta. Even if we accept that this posting is merely a leaning, we can still ask the question. Why 
Why does the Torah place these words of the leaning by the war of Midian? And why does the Torah not uh, put it by the war of Sichon Ve'oig? So the Torah should have put an asmachta by Sichon Ve'oig the first time around where there is a war and needs tefillah, midrabonon, an asmachta. Why don't we find over there? Gimel. But either way, whatever the answer is, Rebbe says, whether, even if it's not Minat Torah, and there's no problem why he doesn't say before, but the question is, why does the Rambam not address this issue? How come the Rambam doesn't uh, point this out at all? He's discussed it at length, how come the Torah discusses here only by uh, Midian, the Kashering, Hagola, and he doesn't mention, how come the Torah mentions only here uh, immersion of the uh, Kalim? Uh, he doesn't, so you should say that it's the Rabbanon, or it's, it's not the place, if this is the answer. Something seems like the Ramba, Ramban doesn't have a problem from immersion and that's why he doesn't raise. So what, what's going on up here? So the Rebbe says, you know, Bechlal, uh, it's a hard thing to ask a question on something. Why is it not mentioned earlier? Why is the mitzvah not early? We know that some mitzvahs were given on a certain time. So the fact that you don't have the uh, mikvah, Tfilas Kalim, mentioned in by the Melchames Sichavayik, by Melchames uh, Sichavayik, maybe because that mitzvah hasn't been given yet to them, and the mitzvah was only given when it came to the uh, Melchames Midyam. As we find that different mitzvahs were given to the in at different times. Kasha then, therefore, how come it wasn't mentioned there? Well, in that case, you're going to say, so why are we asking, why is the Ramban asking about Geuli Nochrim, about the kashering of the Kaling? Maybe that was also given to them later on. But it's different. By the absorption of an Isur and the laws of kashering, we already find in the Torah. Before, with the Kachatos, that stays in the Doifinah we find the dinning of kashering before. So we have to say the laws of kashering were different before. It didn't come up over here. But maybe the laws of mikveh didn't come up before. It just came up now. So therefore, it's not a kasha why the Torah doesn't mention it uh, before. Uh, but the Rebbe still says that Ramban should have mentioned of this. If this is the answer that is, the mitzvah is not here, the Rambam seems to ignore, why is the Rambam ignoring the issue of immersion of the Kelim? Base, it would seem that we could have answered, says Yedua, it is known, as not all mitzvahs were immediately given at the time the Torah was given. Not every, all the mitzvahs, there are several mitzvahs, that were related, that were said to them on a later time. Um, some mitzvahs were given at the 40th year, at the end of the time that the year before going to Yisrael. Similar to the portions of inheritance, 
which came up, which was renewed. And this is a new halacha through Durkh Dibnay and others. That through the doors of Slachot, they brought in the whole law, the whole law of Imlaibain and Bas that she should inherit. So we find all this in the in later on. So therefore, you don't have any uh, right, there's no room to ask a question. Why? Have they not been instructed about the immersion of Caleb earlier by Melchemes Sichem by the war Sichem Veig, by Ersh by Melchemes Midian? Because only by Melchemes Midian, when the war of Midian is Gikuma and there's man, that's when the time came when it is the Schadish Gevorn der Inyan. That idea, this whole concept of having to immerse the Caleb uh, from a non Jew uh, to the Jew, you have to immerse it, that only was the Schadish later on. Similar to the concept that the Torah was given. So the Allah, as the Gemara says in Shabbos. So new halachas came up at that time. Once the Torah comes, comes about, then we have a new halacha. The Torah may be by Mechemes Midian. A new Torah, new halacha came up, but the halacha didn't apply to previously. Ay, so why are we asking about Gulenochrim? So why does the Rambam ask you the question with regards to Gulenochrim? It says the far is because there we have to say as the din from Isur Balua that this aloha of an Isur, something that has been absorbed, Adosvas is Nivla Givorn from Advar Isur. In the keli is also nasa the keli. What is the idea? The dear means that something that has been absorbed. If you cook something not kosher uh, in a pot, so it means that the pot has been absorbed for advari or something which is also in the keli, and that it was in the keli is also nasa the keli. That part that has been absorbed is also, and it prohibits the keli. So you can't use the keli after kosher it. That idea has been told before. That was earlier far milchemes medium before the war of medium. A state in the previous parsha, parsha sav, it says, "Oklecheres asher tovushal boy yishoven v'imbeklechoyshechlein choyshes b'shola umoyrak v'shutav b'may." That if it was cooked. In a klecheres, uh, that means that the uh, korban uh, was cooked in a earthenware. So then you shove it. Then you have to break it. Why? Because the 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 the, the korban stays in there and becomes noiser because it remains in the tefanis in the walls of the klecheres. So you have to break it. If, however, it was in a copper, which can be kashet, so then you clean it off, and you have to wash it in water, you have to kasher it. What does it mean? So Rashi explains, why do we have to break the klicheres? Because the belia from the carbon that has been swallowed into the walls 
of the keli becomes nicer. You know, the carbon can only be eaten for the time allotted by the Torah. And once that time goes by, becomes nicer, becomes also becomes uh, no, not kosher, not not fit. So therefore, it stays in the walls, becomes nicer in the wall. Why you morag v'shutaf? What is morag v'shutaf? Leaflet is also over there. You kasher it to expel that which it is absorbed. Kum dachui. So it turns out as that inyan for isur belua ishengavem from freya that this idea of an isur belua was from before. That's why the Ramban, Ramban asks, Frek the Ramban. How come we waited by Mechemes Midian to tell the instruction of the laws of Yul and Ochrim? And not in the previous time, how come not in the previous time that when Yidin received those Kalim that need to be expelled, you need to Take out the Isur by Mechemes Sichavayig. How come the Torah doesn't say by the word Sichavayig? That's why he has a kasha, because the whole idea of Giul Nochrim, or the idea of Giul, that thing stays in the Kalim, we need to expel it, and we need to take it out, and otherwise it is Asur. And with Asur, we learn in the Pasik. So that's why the Ramban asks, how come it's not mentioned by Sichavayig? He answers because it was mutter to them, because it was the Nachla that was mutter. I saw Bernachal says Galatic. Okay, so, but maybe, maybe the laws of Mikvah, Tvilas Kalim, that you have to emerge the Kalim, that it passes along from the Rishus of the Goy to the Yid, that's not something that we knew before. And during Mohammed's Sikhabeg, it wasn't a requirement. Now it is a requirement. I saw Bernachal says Galatic. There is still not smooth. He's talking about both items. As the Rebbe said, the Ramban discusses there also the immersion, and he also discusses the Gul and He should have at least, in short, mentioned that distinction. That the difference that by Gul and it's before, therefore, we, why it isn't mentioned? And we don't have to mention, the Torah didn't have to mention the mikvah, the tefillah's kelim, because it was not Allah yadir. That's why he's asking only on Gilulim Nochrim, not on tefillah, is because of this distinction. And the Rebbe says, similar is also would be the answer, and more than that, is not moving in them was under the mefarshim for entering. It's not understood in the answer of the other mefarshim. For what's not not ongezokt to tefillas kelim by melchem and sichah ve'ayg. The other mefarshim say why it was. They have different answers. So the Rebbe says, besides all their answers being individually problematic, we still don't understand how come the Ramban didn't address it. Does no yisavay did chukim. In addition to the difficulty that is in each one of the answers, this is not the place the Rebbe is not going to get involved now with their answers and the difficulties. We still have <coughs> the general question. How come the Ramban doesn't address the question? The question we have here is, Ramban ignores the question, talks about Giul and Nochrim. Why don't we mention it by Midian? 
by uh, and he ignores why doesn't he mention Tvilas Kalim by So now the Rebbe says by also bringing up to other problems with Tvilas uh, Kalim why we don't table the Kalim after uh, we sell it for Chametz it's given one, one issue and another issue is with Tvilas Kalim uh, by Matan Torah, why the Yidin ate Machol Echolam, as we'll see. So, Ashtayim noch Tzveit means in the Minyan for Tvilas Kelim, we have two more surprises, sort of, in the idea of immersion of the Kelim. Aleph. As is Yudu was the Neide Behuder, the Chesam Sefer Shreim. It's no, known that which the Neide Behuder and the Chesam Sefer write. As men, men far koiv the Muhammad's Tzum far Pesach. When you sell the chametz to the goy before Pesach, so manit far koyfun the kelim chamutzim, not to sell the actual chametz the kelim, kelim which are chametz that you don't sell them. Why? Bal damot, but mazidar from table zayim, because then you're gonna need to table them again by mitzri koyfun zayim from the goy noch Pesach. When you buy them back from the goy after Pesach, you're gonna have to put your kelim into the mikveh again. Because it's a purchasing kalim from a goy, it needs to go in the mikveh. That's what the night we do. But the Alter Rebbe disagrees with that. But in the language of the document of sale that the Alter Rebbe writes about selling the chametz, Shteid Gishrim says as follows: "Quote, v'chein kalim mechumotzim sheyesh aleim chametz be'ein." That is also selling those chametz de kekelim that have on it chametz, obvious chametz to the eye. There is chametz there. In other words, not chametz be uh, that is in the uh, absorbed, but the chametz be those haste that. So these kelim bechomotzim are sold to the goy. And from that's why you find many times the Alter Rebbe is also and still with the Alter Rebbe doesn't say as noch pesach that when tovel zayin the kelim that after pesach you should tovel the kelim. I'll just mention it. Besides Alter Rebbe, we know the fact is we nobody tovels their kelim. I said up as mizeni tovel. The fact is this is the action. The 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 the, 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 the reality is that nobody tovels their kelim. That means you don't have to table the kelim. The Alter Rebbe seems to go against what the Neidu Behud and the Chassam Sefer said, to rule or against them. He says you don't have to table the, 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 the kelim, and you do sell the kelim, as opposed to them saying not sell the kelim. Now, the Shara Koilel, Shara Koilel for Antwerp, and he answers the Alter Rebbe, he reconciles the Alter Rebbe with the says they have actual chametz, visible chametz, on them. Under din is as And the is if you have kelim that you don't want to kasher uh, them, make them kosher for Pesach. You have to. Scrape them off, and you have to rinse them off. Chulu shaloyi ein chametz nicker behem. 
So if you're not going to sell them, you can't leave them like that. It cannot be no chametz recognizable. So if you have, basically what the Sharakoil says, the Al-Tarebbe's scenario, the Al-Tarebbe concludes in the Shtar Mechira, that you're selling chametz, kalim that have chametz alayim behein, the Al-Tarebbe says you can't sell them like that. You have to scrape them off. And therefore, it turns out, as the clay suda that the regular meal, the 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 the, uh, the dishes says you know, that that you don't uh, that don't have chametz on them are not sold at all. The in the rain from chametz they don't have any chametz on them, the regular dishes. So he says that's not what the Alter Rebbe is talking about. He says the Alter Rebbe is talking about only if they have chametz in them. Unor klei suda zayin chayivim mitvila. The kelim chomotzes the chametz be'en is not talking about. He's saying about uh, vessels that you use for the meals, like plates and dishes that you use. Which is mechuyim? It's talking about other kelim. And let's say you have a a, a mill that has chametz on it. So that that doesn't require you don't eat from them. They're not klei suda. So he wants to distinguish that what the is not talking about klei suda because the klei suda weren't sold at all because you can't leave them with chametz in them. So talking chametz, he's talking about other kelim. And therefore, he says that the Alter Rebbe doesn't really say that you're selling the dishes. Oh, but the Tirus isn't moving. The Rebbe, that answer is not understood. The din von tzorich l'shavshifon batzitzich doch oich v'ala kelim. So, an old kelim. So, what what happens? So, so uh, that the fact that you need to... Uh, Scrape them down and remove all the chametz. So if you have, in my example, you have the mill, you don't have to scrape it down from chametz, you can just leave it, of course not. So he says, well, if you need to scrape it on, the al is only talking about kelim that uh, uh, the kelim, that those vessels that you have to scrape them down are not included because, as he says, the only comets that the, 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 the clay suda, the dishes, you need to scrape, they're not, that's not what he's talking about, they're not sold. According to the view of Shalakoyal, they're not included in the mechira, in the sale. So, what are you selling in the comets? Then every keli has to be mishavshuf, and the Alter Rebbe is, is only talking about the kelim uh, that have chametz be'en. There's no such thing as chametz be'en because everything you have to sell because toruch l'shavshufon. So there is really essentially no kelim to sell if the only kelim that are included is the kelim chamutzim. And he wants to touch that they have chametz be'ein. There's no such a mitzvah of chametz be'ein because you have to be mishavshiv them. So, what are you selling them? So you can't say that the pshat of the Alter Rebbe is 
that he's not talking about selling regular kelim. I what is it when kelim We have to say as in star mechidah bavorant men. So why does the Alter Rebbe write sheir kelim chamutz sheish lem chamutz be'en? So that we are cautioning. So, if you didn't, if it's not, uh, if it doesn't have lechatchila, uh, if if it never had chametz be'en, you don't really have to sell kol kelim that are balu from chametz. You're not going to be over balirov balimotzeh. On Kalim or a Jews Balu Muhammad. That's not a violation of Bayrobaimots. It doesn't apply to the Kalim Habaluyim. So therefore, uh, it has to be a Lim Khamaz Bain. And Khamaz Ben is talking about all the Kalim. We're talking about dishes, just in case you did not scrub them off well. So you're selling them together with all the other. Chametz, they have to be sold then because there's Chametz Be'en over there. And therefore, you're selling them, in this case, even though you're required to clean them down. So you see clearly you are selling. The Rebbe learns very clearly that the Rebbe is talking about normal dishes, talking about clay suda. And yet, there's no requirement to toil them. So the question comes back to its place. Muzman Zogun. So we have to say, as chotch suda, she yeshalem chametz be'en, even though the klei suda have chametz be'en, veren nichlel in the mechiritz ugoi, they are included in the mechiritz ugoi. That means those dishes that didn't weren't cleaned so well. From derf sveg and darf as early shitus adam razok against vila nitobman, and yet according to the Alter Rebbe's view, you don't need to immerse them. Unlike the chasam soifer that you say you have to immerse them. Al-Tarebbe says you sell them and you don't have to immerse them. Base. Another surprising halacha. Why? And the question is why not? Another surprising halacha is about the minig of eating uh, dairy on Shavuos. Base. And from the time of minig one of the reasons for eating uh, dairy dishes, dairy food, on the first day of Shavuos, is, this is a reminder, the uh, dairy uh, food, that the Jews ate during the day of Matan Why did they eat dairy food on the day of Matan Why were they eating dairy? We're eating dairy today to commemorate. That they ate dairy. Why did they eat dairy in the time of Torah? Since the Yidin were commanded on the mitzvah, as most of the mitzvahs came about on Shavuos, on Matan Torah. By Matan Torah. So immediately all their meat, food, that weren't shechted because they weren't yet commanded in shechita. If you're not commanded in shechita, the shechita is not kosher. So all the f- meat, food, and those dishes that they had, 
Since before Matan Torah, they were not Barzavicha, I mean, they weren't obligated. In Shechting, they weren't yet Yidden, and a non Yid is not kosher to do the Shechita, so he can't do the Shechita for the Yid. So then automatically, they weren't allowed to permit it to eat any food or any cooked item of meat. So there was no, no meat for them because all their meat was also. And all the kalim that they cooked the meat also became also. So, so they didn't have no meat, they didn't have no kalim. So why couldn't they on Matan Torah itself on that day the Shech the Behemoth and Kosher the Kalim while the Kulam of Shabbos did not Torah since the Torah was given on Shabbos Shabbos you're not allowed to Shech and you're not allowed to Kasher the Kalim on Shabbos so it's all the dishes and the food was all flesh was all of limits became non kosher. So they could only eat milkic dishes. So one can ask on this. But still, how could they even eat food, milk, and, and milk dishes? So what about the dishes of the milkia dishes that they have? Uh, and the Rebbe is going to explain in a minute they must have had they, they, what happens with before Matan Torah there was no milkics and fleshics there was no dairy or meat so, how could they eat even milk? Uh, they seem like they must have had only one set of dishes. They didn't have separate milk. The Rebbe is going to explain this, that they even had then, they had separate dishes perhaps. So let's say. But the Rebbe says, how would they even eat Tavshil Echol? Now, first of all, maybe they just ate uh, milk not cooked. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe it's very difficult to say, as I'm guessing, maybe they just ate butter and milk, which they didn't need to have any cooked dishes. That's difficult. And if that was the case, if that's all they ate, we should have had that tradition in today's custom to only eat raw and not any cooked. <laughs> no blitzes and no, I just eat uh, dairy, just ice cream, maybe. But how would they? Uh, how it doesn't make it doesn't. It's not reflected in the minute. So it's much whether they did eat cholov. So cholovifun. They have to frier gemus magel zayin oich zere klei cholov. First, they needed to kasher uh, uh, also their milchik uh, dishes. Was I nesigavorim machmas? The wording over here is missing a little bit, but in the, in the, in the wording, it seems like 
was ein Nesseg geworden, mach mal dem, was mir ist früher nicht gewesen, abgehört von Kochen in der Bosser. The fact that before he weren't careful not to eat Bosser, or that there was Bosser Bechalov. So, one can ask, how were they able to eat the cooked uh, milk stuff, which makes sense that they did, they needed to first kasher their 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 klicholov. Uh because before matan Torah, they weren't careful. They didn't have the dinim of milk and fleshiks. So how were they able to eat even macholei and tafshile cholov? He says they can kasher. That's not a problem. But as a slate to zogun, because the Rebbe says it makes sense to say, as a rois gendik from Mitzrayim, that when they left Egypt. They knew that when they left Mitzrayim, they're going to be serving Hashem on the mountain, meaning on mountain Torah. They're going to get an Ar Sinai. So the Eden were careful in mitzvahs, also in mitzvahs of Mitzvahol. So they had other dishes for milk. They knew that they're going to be instructed, so they already kept different dishes. And they had not been asked because they didn't put, they didn't mix even then the meat and the milk, other from or having meat and milk together. Nicer to them, in addition to that, the Rebbe says that. So first of all, the Rebbe says, maybe they probably had other dishes, so, and therefore that may not have been an issue. But in addition, as I don't give any kvisa kelim, because I'm a roi to live there, to live there, to live there, there's also some special uh, kelim, which are just used for milchiks. And you don't mix them, so even if they weren't careful, there were some, perhaps, dishes there that were okay, to be used. As his over did move on, Emes Taka Mat Nitkidarf Magazine the Kalim. So let's be true that you didn't have to kasher the Kalim. Valinzeis Nitkiven Kimbli Isisu because they have not absorbed an Isur in them. Obamat Toyra Zandachidna Raini in Beloshener Shalme Anal. Obamat Toyra, the Eden entered, as Yerushalmi says, you have to Toyful Kalim. In Kedushas Yisrael, they became Kedushas Yisrael. How was it? Doch me high time make it after table zayin zayre kelim. So they themselves had to take their own dishes because their dishes before were not in the level of a yid. Now they're going in and becoming their kelim. They should table that from free. Vezayin nochni givam Kedushas Yisrael. You have to table the dishes that before they weren't had didn't have the sanctity of yid, and now you're having the sanctity of yid. So you should table the kelim. So we have back the question, how could the Yidden use their milchik dishes without immersion? So basically we have these, again, these three questions which are going to be answered by the Rebbe. Uh, we have the three issues by Tfilas Kalim. So here the Rebbe brings down how did they eat the Mechal Cholov without the Tfilas Kalim? How did they eat without the mercy of their Kalim? They changed now into the Gedushas of Yisrael. 
Second of all, the Rebbe says, according to the Alter Rebbe, we do sell the Kalim into the Chometz, at least some of the Kalim, the Kalim Chamutzim, we do sell them into Chometz, and we don't find that you have to be toivled them. And the third thing is, how come the Ramban doesn't address the issue why is Tvilas Kalim not mentioned earlier uh, by the Melchemes uh, Midjot? It doesn't, there's no mention of this in all, in all the distinctions that the Rebbe brought down, but the Ramban should have said some things up. The Rebbe is going to explain this in Hay by explaining the, what is the idea of kashering, that the idea of kashering, uh, the idea of immersion, that Philas Kalim is actually connected very much to the uh, Isur, that when you have to take it from the possession or from the bailus from the Kedusha of the non-Yid to the Yid is only when the Keli has the potential of being used for non-kosher, but in these cases where it's not really used for non-kosher, then it does not require tefillah. Hey! So we'll understand it by introducing a uh, specific language that Rashi uses. By Giyul Zoktrashi, when it comes to uh, kashering and uh, removing the absorption of the Isur, Zoktrashi does tutuifli taharom in a Isur, that accomplishes to purify them from the Isur. And the same thing, uh, the word chitui, the simple language that the Torah uses, is litarom min hatumo. That means you clean them, you retire them, you purify them from the impurity, from the tumor, from the defilement that they have. That would be the idea of the gil. You clean them. Mashenki by tefillah, as of when it comes to tefillah, zokter dem loshen lehachshiram mina iser. Lachshiram mina iser to prepare them. It doesn't say letaro mina iser. As with the Mshinu Aloshon, Rashi changes from Letarum to Lachshirum, and Behem Shechechot in one flow, Tzuvishin Hagula, Tzuvishin Hagola, changes it. When he talks about Hagola, he says Letarum, and when it comes to Tvila, he says Lachshirum to prepare them. Is Rashi Mevair, Rashi explains the Mchiluk Tzuvishin Hagola and Tvila, the difference between Hagola and Tvila. The Gather von Tara, I'm just wondering where the end of the parentheses here is. Uh, there's an end of parentheses missing over here. Okay, in any event. The Geder from Tara, the definition when we say purifying is Shaykh Norba Zach was hot in You can purify something in a matter that has in it impurity or the Easter or prohibition. On the river, Vert Hagola. And therefore, you, it happens Hagola, Hagola is. 
removal, the expulsion, that removes the existence of the prohibition, which is absorbed in the keli. And it's ungrufal, that's why we call that Litaro mino iser to purify the iser because you're actually removing the iser, you're purifying, you're taking something out from the iser, and you're purifying by removing it by hagaola by spitting it out. Lachshiron, what is lachshiron means is with the lotion hachonet prepared al derech hechsher mitzvah preparing a mitzvah. The keli vet muchon or muchshor tzukanazich vanutzu mitir. This keli becomes ready. And prepared so we can use it. Does haste this means that oiftufu dvilo is need to arrest them the metzius isur from the keli. The accomplishment of dvilo is not we're not taking out any existence any of isur from the keli. That has already been accomplished through the kashering. You have uh, expelled the isur from the keli. Other or in a case where there was no isur in the beginning, because you bought a new keli, nor to the keli but to make that keli prepared for a use for a yid of a yid versus mushlo fun isur. Use of a yid is negated. There can be can be no isur there, which means fun afshor is valulis isur. It cannot be. A possibility. There cannot be a cause for Isr over there. By a Jew, there cannot be the cause of Isr because there is no uh, possibility of Isr. When the Kaili is in the Rishus for Nochri, when the vessel is in the possession of the guy, I feel given even if he didn't actually use it, with an Isr. Is as He still has the possibility of do so. On the river, when the keli get a river in them, Therefore, when that vessel transfers into the possession of a yid, to such a use that doesn't even have the possibility for being able to use with a. So this keli needs immersion so to prepare them from the isur, not a practical isur. In some cases it was osur, but in this case, even for the potential for an isur, the potential of an isur is also considered to be something which needs to be prepared for that the yid to transfer where there is no potential to put it into the mikveh in between. As we find, the Rebbe says a similar thing in our parsha. Similar in our situation. By the instruction with regards to the women of Midian. As a woman who has intimacy with a man. So it doesn't mean just that she actually had intimacy. But thus meant... I said, need nor was dosis baze given in poil. Doesn't mean that it was actually that they did have intimacy, nor kipirush rashi, oich divozainen ruuyolihi boil. Even those that are fit to have intimacy, even though she wasn't practically not 
uh, intimate. So, yet, all those women are considered the potential for intimacy is included in the Nishay Midyon and Yaharegu. So you see the potentiality is something which impacts the status. So therefore, also new kelim, other dirvos tashmishum bitzaynon, or even those that you use in cold, so it doesn't have the iser in it in reality. They still need to immerse them. Hagamas lebolu iser, even though they have not absorbed any iser. But the fact alone that they were in such a domain, in such a possession, fun nochri zanzegevorum roi to inyan isur. The fact they were the goy's possession, they became fit to the inyan of isur. Both. So now we understand all the three questions. We answered the three surprises that we had before. Aleph. First question we had, why is the Rambam only asking about the kashering from the Kalim that we don't find it by the Mechemes Sichem Ve'oig or Nitoch Tvilos Kalim? He doesn't ask his question why we don't find immersion of Kalim by Mechemes Sichem Ve'oig. Number two question we asked, why don't we need to immerse the kalim that we sell to the guy in the chametz after we buy it back after Pesach? How would the Yidden after Matan Torah be allowed to use their vessels of Cholov without immersing them? Aleph. So the answer to the first question of the Ramban, the Ramban tells Rashi. Rambam is based on Rashi. It is my take, Loshon Rashi. He quotes the language of Rashi, of the Verter. Anything that does not come into fire. And he uh, has the uh, discussion in them. Rashi says, why are we... Uh, Mercy them in order to prepare them is mina isur. That's what the Loshan Rashi is that the uh, Ramban discusses. Darshan the Ramban it so the Ramban needs to answer Tvila. He doesn't have to ask separately why Tvila is not mentioned. The same answer that we have by Agola as by Sichon. Even the Kadle de Chazir, the parts of the Chazir were permitted to them. So there's no problem with Kashrus over there. That applies also to but the answers to the immersion. By the war of Sichon, there was no, the whole concept of Isra wasn't there. Even the Kadle of the Chazire, of the Chaz, was it permitted to them? So there is no more potential of Isra. There's no Isra there anymore. Because everything is mutter over there. But that's what Tvila comes for. To prepare them from the Isra, or the potential of the Isra, from the Isra. But here, 
There is no issue. Everything is mutter. So there's no need to mention that separately. Base mechiras chometz. Although you're selling the chametz and the chametz the keken to even you give them though the keys from the rooms, where they are situated. So even so, when you sell it in such a way that you know to begin with, has that immediately after Pesach it will belong back to the Yid. On Einosh Kiyach Klal, this is something which is totally uncommon. At the Goyz of the Poil Nutzu, the Prakayf Nuchomitz, on the Kalim, that he should actually use the salt Chomitz and the Kalim. And this is so common, this is Anifran Achreinim, Vazogum, there are so leaders that actually argue, they say, at the Gansanim from Mechiras Chomitz is Kena Roma, that the whole concept of selling chametz is almost like a, it's like a trick. But like chametz is the soich maspik. But for chametz, that would be sufficient. Chametz is any any bishusay. The Torah make a bishusay, so that's sufficient. But we see that it's not common for a guy to actually use it. And since you sell it in a way as the guy hot nidi afshoris to nusu the kelim, that the guy does not really have the possibility to use these dishes. That's why they don't need the immersion to prepare them from the Isur. What would happen in Falvin, the Goyvet Yenuts in the Kalim? Say if it was a situation extraordinary, it does you the Kalim. Not only will you have to immerse them, you'll have to cash them. And the third, finally, not only did their dairy dishes in actuality not absorb anything of Isur, but more, furthermore, there was no possibility for that. The river, they didn't have to toivel them because their milk kalim had never a potential to have any isr in them. This kalim it doesn't apply this whole concept to prepare them from isr. This is Mesichas Shabbos Nosei Tovshi in Lamed